0: After getting snubbed, Florida State wants to leave the conference more than ever. So is the ACC about to implode? What's this I'm hearing about Miami contacting the Big 12? You are Locked On Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor for allhurricanes.com. Thank you so much to the everydayers for making Locked on Canes your first listen. We are free wherever you get your podcasts available free and we're live right now on YouTube. Yes, we are live. So make sure if you're watching us here at 935 a.m. on Wednesday, make sure you partake in the live chat. Make sure you smash the like button and subscribe to our channel. Like we tell you guys every day, we try to go live as often as we can with this busy transfer portal season. And, okay, I wanted to start off because I've been getting so many questions about this the last couple of days. My dude, Drake Toll at Big 12, locked on Big 12, I should say, is doing work. So, Drake... Uh, has been talking about potential conference realignment yet again the last couple of days. And I encourage you guys to check out Locked On Big 12. Drake does an awesome job. Drake is my co-host during the season on Locked On College Football Kickoff Live. Um, So, you know, with Florida State, getting snubbed from this college football playoff. Keeping in mind, we all know, you know, they can hide behind the Jordan Travis thing. The college football playoff committee can lay it out there. Hey, you're not in because your starting quarterback isn't healthy and we don't think you can score in the playoff. But we all know that if Florida State was a member of the SEC or a member of the Big Ten they would be in the college football playoff right now they're not they would not have snubbed an undefeated sec champion or an undefeated big 10 champion those conferences have more cachet and greater strength of schedule because part of the issue that people don't want to talk about the elephant in the room is it's not only Jordan Travis not being available. It's also the ACC not having a comparable strength of schedule to what Alabama had to face and what Texas had to face on paper. Uh, And, you know, I know Texas right now, they're in the big 12. They're going to be in the SEC next year. Uh, So, you know, a couple things would happen guys. If Florida state finds a way to leave the ACC, two important factors would take place. Number one, Florida State leaving would make the conference weaker. That would increase the desire for schools like Miami and Clemson and North Carolina to leave the ACC. if Florida State's no longer in it. And number two, Florida State, if they find a way to leave the ACC, that means they found a way to leave the ACC. They found a way to get out of the Grants of Rights Agreement, and that could seemingly open the floodgates For others to get free of this conference that, you know, does a terrible job with officiating, terrible job with organization. So here is what uh, what Drake Toll from Locked On Big 12 talked about yesterday. And guys, I want to offer this disclaimer. Drake said it. I'm going to double down on this. All of this stuff, when it comes to Miami and others being linked to the Big 12, it's very much a rumor at this time. Right. You're not seeing this from the top college football reporters. You're not seeing this from the top sports publications right now. This is a lot of rumor taking place right now. Uh, But Drake brought up reports this week that a big collection of ACC schools, including Miami, Virginia Tech, Pitt, Syracuse, NC State, Louisville, Georgia Tech, Wake Forest, and Boston College, have all contacted the Big 12. Now, I know what you're going to say, and I agree. If Miami were to ever get out of the big, uh, the ACC, I should say, we would all prefer the Big Ten or the SEC as opposed to the Big 12. I mean, beggars can't be choosers, okay? And, yes, Martin, the show is live. We are alive right now. Uh, (laughs) Lemon Party says, like a waitress at Denny's, the ACC brings nothing to the table. (laughs) Another thing, another thing to outline the ACC's incompetence, guys, uh, and this is this has been brought to light this week with Florida State getting held out of the top four. They're number five. The ACC actually voted against the expansion to 12 teams in the playoff, which is ha- thankfully they were outvoted. So the expansion to 12 teams is happening next year, despite the ACC voting against. I said it at the time. This was what a couple years ago. I said it at the time. I'll say it again. The ACC voting against a 12-team expansion was so stupid for a conference that doesn't get the type of respect as the SEC that commonly gets multiple teams, not this year, but they commonly get multiple teams in the college football playoff. And seeing what the Big Ten is becoming, they're going to be commonly getting multiple teams in the college football playoff. For the ACC to have voted against an expansion to 12 teams, gross incompetence. You saw the statement that the ACC released after Florida State got snubbed. It's like they didn't really care. They just had to put something out. I mean, Florida State has wanted to leave the ACC for a long time, so that's probably one of the reasons why they didn't care that much. Hello. Hello to Daniel Garcia. How are you? And, yes, David, we're going to be talking about this with Patrick Payton. Pat Payton, Florida State edge rusher, has shockingly announced that he's headed to the transfer portal. Like, that, that's not, and it, I think we know why, because it's been reported why FSU's Patrick Payton is entering the transfer portal, which if these reasons are correct, that's not really a great sign for the state of Florida State's name, image, and likeness situation. Maybe Florida State is using all their collective money to try to pay the legal fees to fight not getting into the playoff. <laughs> they have to hire all these lawyers to try and leapfrog uh, Alabama to get in the playoff, but we're definitely going to talk about that. So, all right. So if if Miami were to ever get into the Big 12, here's the current state of the Big 12. Now, if you just look at the teams that are in it, you know, this doesn't necessarily say, hey, this is a huge step up from the ACC. But if you can get Better officiating, better league leadership, better TV money in the long term. This could be better than being in the ACC. So, starting next year, when a bunch of new teams are joining the Big 12, remember they're losing Oklahoma and Texas, which hurts. But Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah, that's a strong uh, entry, will be joining the Big 12 next year, along with uh, Baylor, BYU, UCF, Cincinnati, Houston, Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State. TCU, Texas Tech and West Virginia. So again, that roster of teams doesn't exactly wow you, but maybe, you know, the leadership and the direction of the conference and the TV money and the grant of rights would be better there than what they have uh for the ACC right now. Oh man. Oh, hello CJ Taylor who's watching us from the Bahamas. Uh, I hope you're having a good time down there. I'm envious. I wish I was in the Bahamas right now. Okay? uh and now okay carlos is asking i don't know if you joined us late he says why the big 12 well the reason why i brought up the big 12 is not my preference if miami were to leave the acc i would like to be in the big 10 the big 10 would be my preference okay the reason why we're talking about the big 12 is there are rumors out there this week that nine current members of the acc including miami have allegedly reached out to the big 12 right now again these are these are not very well confirmed rumors at this point, uh, so I can't guarantee you this is true. But I will say, I'd be surprised if it's not true, because if you're a member of the ACC right now, and you know you see what's going on, especially if Florida State is trying more than ever to leave the conference, which could create you know a situation where the floodgates are open and the conference could implode. If you're an ACC member. You're not doing your due diligence. What are you doing? Like, you, you have to be exploring, right? Even if let, the ACC, maybe it'll stay together for another 10, 20, 50 years, and we'll all have to watch the worst officials in college football for the rest of our lives. But if you're a member of the ACC and Florida State is basically trying to throw the whole thing into the wood chipper, you wouldn't be being responsible if you're not doing your due diligence and seeing about possibly leaving that conference, Okay. Uh, can we just put in an offer for the ACC? They are distressed and in need of new ownership. Hey, Richard, Richard, if you and me, if we want to start a GoFundMe, that we can just crowdfund this and so we can buy the ACC and we can turn it into whatever we want to, <laughs> maybe that would happen. Uh, he says, what's the chances if they all leave that the ACC dissolves like the Pac-12? Honestly, that might be the only way to get out of the grant of rights is enough teams vote to leave and then the ACC just ceases to exist. All right. ACC cease to exist. Folks, all right, I want to move on from this conference realignment talk because we got so much to talk about here on this live Wednesday episode. Transfer portal, a confirmed transfer portal visitor for this weekend. It's not a quarterback, but it is at a really, really, really important area of need. And hopefully the quarterback visitors will come soon. We have some recruiting notes on players who are seemingly locked in to stick with Miami's class, a player that is going to make people sweat it out a little bit. We will explain when we come back. You know what you want to do? We are live, so smash that like button. Hit that thumbs up button. Subscribe to Locked on Canes on YouTube. If you're listening back to the audio version, that's also awesome. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your pods. We're part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. But most importantly of all, because we're only getting started, You want to keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of life, but can we just talk for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. That is scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if my wife or my son got sick while a supply chain issue kept them from real life-saving medications that they need. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics that treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jasemedical.com, that's J-A-S-E medical.com, and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharma- pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code LOCKEDON, all one word, LOCKEDON, to get $20 off your order. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts available free on YouTube. And, guys, now is a great time, especially holiday season. You want to give yourself a gift. You want to give a friend or a relative a gift. Join our Locked on Canes Insiders chat. We give you guys on Locked on Canes Insiders. You get text messages directly from my phone to your phone, vice versa. You can ask me one-on-one questions there. Uh, I give you guys recruiting updates, show previews, breaking news when it comes to Miami Hurricanes and college football stuff. So if you want to join Locked on Canes Insiders, click the link in the show description below and try it free for 14 days. So if you want to try it out before Christmas Day, go ahead. Try it free for 14 days. Then if you like it, you can opt in for $4.99 a month. We give you a lot of added value on there. Okay, this one, I love to hear this. Now, I'm hoping, it. right now it's Wednesday, right? You're going to have some weekend visitors coming up this weekend. I hope at some point between Wednesday and Friday, we find out that there's a quarterback or two coming down to Coral Gables to check out the program. We don't have that confirmation just yet, but there is a defensive tackle coming to town. And if you listen to this show... (laughs) And if you follow the Hurricanes, you know how badly Miami needs defensive tackles, especially with earlier this week. Not surprisingly, Leonard Taylor made it official that he's entering the NFL draft. And on a related note, not a defensive tackle, but James Williams made it official yesterday that he's entering the NFL draft. So safety, safety is another important position. And I think Miami's getting a defensive tackle and a safety to visit this weekend. So according to 24-7 Sports, North Carolina State graduate transfer defensive tackle CJ Clark. I like him. He's going to be visiting Miami this weekend. Uh, experience through the roof. This guy was class of 2019. I'm not great at math, but I think he's like 30. Class of two, not, not probably mid 20s. Class of 2019. Uh, CJ Clark, uh, a little bit of a later bloomer, I guess. He started 23 games. So as an upperclassman, he started every game of last season playing nose tackle in the three, three, five defense, which a very, I mean, North Carolina state had, you know, one of the best, one of the better defenses in in the country. Certainly one of the best defenses in the ACC, they gave Miami a really tough time. Uh, CJ Clark, not only does he have the experience, really good player, but he also fits the physical profile of what Miami needs on that defensive line, six foot three, 305 pounds. Uh, He, Got pressures on quarterbacks 42 times over the past two years, collecting seven and a half tackles for loss, four sacks. Uh, he did, according to uh, Gabby Yerudi at Inside the U, had some lower extremity injury history, uh, but he played in 451 snaps this past fall. And, you know, he, like I mentioned, he started all 12 games for NC State this year. Now, doesn't sound like it's just going to be CJ Clark visiting because uh, Vanderbilt the uh, safety who's in the transfer portal. Savion Riley is more than like, I don't think this one's confirmed yet, but he's more than likely going to be taking an official visit to Miami this weekend. So uh, hopefully he comes through. CJ Clark is definitely coming through two of the bigger areas of need defensive tackle safety, because Miami not only has officially lost James Williams who announced yesterday, he's leaving for the NFL draft. Um, I don't think this player has officially announced it yet, but we're expecting to lose Cam Kinchins. I'd be very surprised if Cam doesn't enter the NFL draft. Um, By the way, a couple of names we brought up yesterday uh, who might decide to go pro. Matt Lee, Miami starting center. I'm definitely going to be sweating that one out. I think we'll find out more in the coming days whether or not he's preparing to play in the bowl game or if he decides to prepare for the draft. Uh, And Kiko Maui Noah, who's Miami's star linebacker. Uh, I don't know. I've I've been told some things behind the scenes. I think Kiko's going to stay. I'm less sure about Lee. I'm not sure what Matt Lee's going to decide to do. We'll have to sweat that one out. I think Kiko Maui Noah is going to stay. That dude was Mr. Everything on Miami's defense, right? If you you watch Miami's D on the field last year, Kiko Kiko was everywhere all at once. Sometimes you're like, wait, how many guys are wearing the number 51? Because this guy's all over the place at the same time. One of the top blitzing linebackers in the country, one of the top run-stopping linebackers in the country, had a safety that should have counted against Clemson that they didn't count. So hopefully, hopefully, Kiko does indeed stay. And, and why not play another year with your brother? You got a little bro down here, Francis, uh, CC Maui Noah. Why not keep the CC and, and Kiko combination here a little bit longer? Uh, you know, I mentioned uh James Williams headed to the NFL. Uh, you know. The last mock draft that I looked at had James as I think like an early to mid third round pick. I wonder like I I feel like James, if he really kicks the offseason stuff, knocks it out of the park, scouting combine and whatever else pro day that he's going to he's going to partake in. I just think to me, James Williams is such a physical unicorn would not surprise me if he can get into the second round. First round is probably a little bit too high for him but uh he's he's so big and he covers so well for a big guy at 6 foot 5 coverage grades are excellent but you can line him up in the box i know that a, a lot of us have including lance gidry have thought that the future for james williams at the nfl level is probably more outside linebacker but he's such a versatile defensive playmaker i know he struggled with consistency at the college level that's kind of the only knock that you can really put on james but i if he really kicks butt in the offseason process would not surprise me if he can kind of raise his stock from third rounder to second rounder team high in tackles this year was 73 had an interception two forced fumbles fumble recovery uh he actually led miami with 730 defensive snaps this year and had again an excellent coverage grade 84.7 from pro football focus that was the highest coverage grade on the entire team. So we wish, we wish James Williams, the best Uh, assuming Cam Kitchens is going to go pro as well. Um, Jaden Harris, Markeith Williams. We need these guys to step up. We need Miami to find other safeties in the portal uh, as well. Uh, Okay. Pat Payton, Patrick Payton is he announced yesterday star defensive end at Florida state announced he's putting his name into the transfer portal. I got to admit to you folks, when I saw the Pat Payton tweet that he was going into the portal, the way he worded it was, like, so casual. I thought he was clowning. Like, I, I didn't – like, is this real? Like, is this real life? Especially, you know, on a week when, you know, Florida State fan base is, like, crumbling because they all – they're talking about wanting to boycott the Orange Bowl. And, you know, they want – uh They want Governor DeSantis and Joe Biden to get involved to try to, you know, overturn Florida State getting left out. And then Pat Payton drops that bombshell yesterday that he's hitting the transfer portal. I'm like, does this dude just have a sick sense of humor? But apparently it's real. Apparently Pat Payton is really entering the transfer portal. This is a Miami Northwestern guy. If Miami can find a way to grab Payton, who would, you know. I know Miami's got a lot of edge rushers, but th- this dude, this dude would be too special not to bring in under any means necessary. Uh, and here is, um, okay, uh, Brendan Sinoni, who's the uh, or I think it's Sinone. I call him Sinoni, but I think he pronounces it Sinone. He's uh, one of the Florida State insiders on twenty four seven. He and yes, yeah, Caesar, uh, you're you're right about this. He's he's being accused of doing this for a cash grab, and on the one hand, it's like. If you're going to put that out there as a report, you better be right about this. Like, I hope, I hope that the report is on the level because you know I, you never want to kind of accuse a player of like sounding greedy if that. So I, I will assume that this is true. And Sononi's a a fine reporter. Uh, but he, here's what here's what he wrote uh, at the Florida State twenty four seven site. So as I understand it, he writes Patrick Payton wanted a hefty increase for NIL opportunities. Won't get into figures, Sinone said, but it would be more than what Jared Verse made this season in NIL. That's just not something Florida State is going to do, he says. Apparently, it's been ongoing for a couple days. Some within Florida State's program thought things were fine and that Peyton would return next season. Others were skeptical. I guess it's got to a point in which Peyton valued himself at a level that Florida State couldn't justify retaining. So he's going to explore options based on his tweet. Peyton's lead could be followed, he says. We saw defensive tackle Joshua Farmer tweet out something at the same time of Peyton's announcement, and if history is any indication, defensive tackle Daryl Jackson, our guy, is uh, is usually in lockstep with Farmer. I believe all three want significant NIL figures, just not sure if you could build a competitive college roster with that sort of inequity, he writes. Will be interesting to see if Peyton, Farmer, and Jackson all follow through, if you recall there have been some publicly played out occurrences in the past. Maybe they do. Maybe they pivot and go pro. Maybe they decide to stay. So they're being accused uh, with Peyton being the, the leader in that of some kind of a cash grab here. I mean, I well, what does this mean? Does is this, does this Florida State? Is Florida State broke? I mean, any, anytime, anytime people bring up Miami NIL, they're like, eh. What's that life wallet stock price looking like? Ugh. John Ruiz, he's broke. Miami's got no money. And then as soon as Miami, you know, lands a big time player, it's like, wait, they bought him. They bought him. So I guess, I guess now we can accuse Florida State of being broke. Or is Florida State planning on spending $3 million on a transfer quarterback? Is that why they can't pay their defensive linemen? Mm. Interesting. Uh, so again, uh, if, if this continues to play out, I mean, yeah. Maybe he's asking for too crazy of an NIL figure for Miami to consider. But Pat Payton, South Florida kid, Miami Northwestern, great player. If he does really hit the open market, I I would take a long, hard look. Long, hard look. Chalupa Batman, hello. Hello to our guy, Al. And Al, yeah, we're going to be right now. It's so busy with football offseason stuff. We are definitely going to be talking more men's hoops throughout the coming weeks and that's why we have our girl hoodie girl on speed dial because she is she is our basketball expert here as far as the pod goes and she's also my colleague at allhurricanes.com and I encourage all of you to be checking out allhurricanes.com on the regular okay uh, when I'm not here talking with you I'm usually at allhurricanes.com writing stories so check out allhurricanes.com people like me chalupa Batman hoodie girl Brian Smith, Liam, we work so hard uh, at allhurricanes.com, so make sure you're checking out our work. All right, a couple of recruiting notes when we come back. So you know what, my friends, I say this all the time, we're not done yet. We're barely getting started here on this new episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network. Folks, as the weather gets colder, and it's actually cool outside today in South Florida, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I've been making a lot of money with the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins keep covering spreads, all right? They, they won by 30 last week. It was like a 9.5, 10-point spread. They beat Washington by 30 last week. Uh, my my FanDuel account is very very full, just in time for the holiday season where I'm going to spend it all on gifts. That just that is what it is down, uh, down this time of year. So visit FanDuel.com/lockedon to kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com/lockedon. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Thank you so much for making this crazy transfer portal season episode of Locked On Canes your first listen today, guys. Make sure after you're done listening to or watching Locked On Canes and hello in the live chat by wow 57 in orlando jeez dude it's like it's like 68 in miami and i love how miamians the miami locals when it's 90 degrees outside all we do is complain about the heat then as soon as it dips below 70 people put on these thick coats and it's like you're bringing your body temperature right back into the 90s it's like dude me i enjoy it short sleeves shorts i'm walking around 60 feels beautiful out there. I I don't need a sweater. I don't need a Gore-Tex jacket and, uh, and, and boots like, uh, you know, you complain about 90 degrees. Then as soon as it dips below 70, you, you, you put your clothes on that bring your body temperature back up to 90. So stop complaining. Enjoy, enjoy the crisp air out there. Oh yeah. Please guys give us hit that like button 528 right now, something like that 533 in the live chat, smash that like button. Make sure you subscribe to our channel. Um, so here's, here's some good stuff in terms of the Chaminade players, Zaquan Patterson, uh, who is a Miami commit, but he's, he's locking in. According to Kane sport, um, he's effectively shut down his recruitment and Zaquan, four star safety. I think he should be a five star. He does not believe anything could keep him from signing with the hurricanes, December 20th. Actually, I think rivals recently bumped him up to a five star. So I, I think some of the other services still have Zaquan Patterson at four stars. But if I'm not mistaken, Rivals just bumped Patterson up to five stars. So I'm going to consider him a five star now. And Zaquan has shut down his recruitment. Now, someone who has not shut down his recruitment is Jojo Trader. Now, Jojo, he's saying all the right things about being locked in with Miami. And we're, we're two weeks away now from National Signing Day. But remember something about Trader he didn't use any of his official visits because during the fall, uh, his, his mother was ill and she couldn't travel with him. So he didn't use any official visits still. And he said before he committed to Miami, he said, I'm going to go through the process and at some point I'm going to use my OVs. He even said that after he committed to Miami. So JoJo Trader does still plan to use five official visits, including one to Miami. But I think he's also going to visit Florida State and Florida and a couple of others. So, you know, uh, this was always the plan for him. But obviously, anytime you're a couple weeks before signing day, when he's on somebody else's campus, people are going to freak out and start rumors. We're going to have to sweat it out a little bit. But I agree. I'm not going to panic about this one. I agree with Chalupa Batman. JoJo is a cane. Uh, I, I agree with our guy Delane. He's staying, but fingers crossed. Keep your fingers crossed, just just in case on that one. But uh, I think he's locked in. He just he wants to take his visits. Uh, so you know, I encourage you guys if you go to allhurricanes.com, check out something that I wrote yesterday about. Don't panic, at least not yet, about quarterback targets. Right, we know Miami needs a transfer portal veteran quarterback. We've talked about names that Miami is interested in. You do have some guys coming off the board already. Dylan Gabriel going to Oregon. Uh, Will Rogers going to Washington, for example. And people are saying, wait, what if we miss out? What if Mario takes too long and we miss out on everybody? We lose bidding wars for the other guys. Do not panic right now because as far as I can tell, Miami, I believe their top two targets are still available, right? Right when it comes to Will Howard of Kansas State, who's probably the second target. Now, with Howard, you also want to follow what other schools are saying. Uh, Nebraska, Nebraska really, really wants Howard, and I think uh, apparently his uh, Nebraska's coaching staff has already visited with him. So, he, you know, hopefully he doesn't choose the cornfields over the beach, but you, you do want to watch out for some other schools. And then Cam Ward, I believe, is Miami's top target. Is He's the top target for many, many schools, including – Ohio State and possibly Florida State as well. I mean, unless full Florida State's so broke because they, they can't pay any NIL money to their defensive linemen, apparently. So maybe they're saving all their money up for a quarterback. But uh, obviously, you know, NIL is going to play a big factor for a lot of these guys. And, and Cam Ward is going to be heavily pursued. Now, I want to leave you with this. Yesterday, I just, I brought up a name, okay? I brought up the name Kyle McCord from Ohio State. And you guys in the live chat basically started throwing tomatoes at me, like for, for even bringing up the name, not saying he's my top choice, but I mean, do you guys rush to judgment a little bit on Kyle McCord, six foot three, 215. He's got a full season of starting experience under his belt at a huge program. He went 11 and one. The only team that Kyle McCord lost to was Michigan. Okay. Uh, And I believe, according to Pro Football Focus, he was the eighth highest-rated quarterback in the entire country. Here's some more of his numbers. 3,170 passing yards, 24 touchdowns, only six interceptions, completed 66% of his throws last year. Uh, He had three 300-yard-plus performances. One of those was against Western Kentucky, meh, against Maryland, uh, and against Michigan State, okay? So... Again, I'm not saying this is my top choice. I, I did already see a rumor, just a rumor, that maybe Kyle McCord might visit Miami. Haven't been able to confirm it with anybody reliable, but that's a name that's out there. That's a name. <laughs> you got, oh, here we go. Here. Th- this is one vote in favor. Sauce Vader says anybody over TBD? <laughs> Chalupa Batman wants Jake Garcia to come back. <laughs> He held back the Ohio State offense, uh, Trevon. That he says. So again, listen, not my top choice. I'm just bringing it out there, okay? He's OSU's trash. Terry writes. So well, listen, some people have said they don't want McCord because you know the last time Miami brought in an Ohio State quarterback it was Tate Martell, okay? But what about the time that LSU brought in an Ohio State quarterback and it turned out to be Joe Burrow, right? Maybe you get the next Joe Burrow, not the next Tate Martel. I'm just just throwing it out there, just throwing it out there. Uh, and Evan says, if you like him, I love him. I see the thing is I don't know if I like him. I like him as like a third or fourth option that if you if you find out, you're not going to be able to get Ward. And you're not going to be able to get Howard, and you're not going to be able to get. Uh, maybe there are some others you could put. Jordan McLeod is pretty good. I don't know if you'd put him over, but it's like a third or four option. Uh, I would. I would. You know. If, and if you could get a combo, like if you could get Kyle McCord for the one year and Dante Moore for the future, I'd feel pretty good about that. All right. <laughs> CeeLo says we would rather have you at QB. Believe me, you wouldn't. <laughs> Believe me, I would prefer a dual threat, Mark. Absolutely, I would. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the for the morning stream. We are going to have an afternoon episode today, so we're not done yet. We're going to do an afternoon recruiting heavy, recruiting heavy. Talk about possible flips. uh, Talk some more transfer portal. It's been way too long since my guy Brad Tejeda has joined us. Brad Tejeda from Kane's Insight, good friend of mine, but you know he's been so busy. I've been so busy. I don't think he's joined us since like before the season started. It's going to be first time long time with Brad Tejeda set to join me. So, guys, you know what to do. Join us later on. Uh, before you leave here, if you're watching us in the live chat, make sure to smash that like button. Subscribe to Locked on Canes on YouTube. If you listen to the audio version, leave us a five-star review and rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google – And we will talk to you guys again later today. Let's shoot for 3 p.m. today. We'll talk to you at 3 p.m. on another episode of Locked On Canes, part of the awesome Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.